Today's short is being brought to you by Goya Foods. If it's Goya, it has to be good. Your daily game plan for success. It's Sacks in the Morning. Steve Sacks. Hi, Steve Sachs here with Sacks in the Morning, and this is Baseball Week. We've got some real fun things we're going to be talking about, and uh, today is one of those days. We're going to be talking about a comeback. Yesterday, we talked about the great Lou Brissy, who had an amazing comeback after getting basically his leg blown off, was able to steal to pitch uh, seven years in the major leagues. And today, we're going to talk about Tony Canigliaro. I remember this as a little kid. Tony Canigliaro was like the, uh, the glory child coming up in the Boston area. He was from Lynn, Massachusetts. And Tony Canigliaro was the guy that was going to be the next Wonder Boy playing for his hometown team, the Boston Red Sox. He started his career, his major league career, as a teenager. And Tony Canigliaro hit a home run in his first at bat during his home field debut in 1964. So I remember back then when Tony Canigliaro was the guy that was highly touted as the next great coming of the great outfielders from the Boston Red Sox. So Tony Canigliaro was born in Revere, Massachusetts. He was a 1962 graduate of St. Mary's High School in Lynn, Massachusetts. So you can see there that the stage was set for this great, talented baseball player to do some incredible things with the Boston Red Sox. During the Red Sox impossible dream season of 1967, Tony was hit in the face by a pitch that caused a severe eye injury and derailed his career. He was hit by Jack Hamilton of the California Angels at the time. I remember when this happened. I was just seven years old, but I, I remember when Tony was hit. Now, going back when this started, he was signed by the Boston Red Sox in 62 at the age of just 17 years old. In 1963, he hit 363 with 24 home runs playing for the Wellsville Red Sox in the New York Penn League, after which he was called up to the majors. So he's from A-ball, and he gets called all the way up to the majors. In that rookie season, he hit 290, he hit 24 home runs. He drove in 52 in 111 games, but he broke his arm and his toes in August. In his sophomore season in 1965, he led the league in home runs with 32. He became the youngest home run champion in American League history. In that season, at age 22, he not only reached a career total of 100 home runs, but he attained that milestone at the youngest age of an American League baseball player. So on August 18th in 1967, the Red Sox were playing the California Angels at Fenway Park. Uh, Tony Conigliero, as I said, was hitting against Jack Hamilton and was hit by a pitch on his left cheekbone and was carried off the field on a stretcher. He sustained a linear fracture of the left cheekbone and a dislocated jaw and severe damage to the left retina. The batting helmet he was wearing did not have a protective flap, and since then it became the standard, partly due because of this accident. And then a year after that, Canigliero made a remarkable return, hit 20 home runs and 82 RBIs in just 141 games, earning him the Comeback Player of the Year honors. So in 1970, he reached a career high numbers in home runs with 36 and 116 RBIs. He also hit 266 that year. So back then it wasn't great, but I'll tell you what, it was way better than it is right now. I think the mean batting average in the big leagues now is around 232. So it continually drops in the major leagues and there's many reasons for that. So after that, his eyesight really deteriorated and in 1975, uh, he had to call it quits. 
And unfortunately for Tony Canigliaro, his maladies had continued throughout his life. And unfortunately, he died way prematurely at the age of 45. But his legacy with the Red Sox still lives on. In the 2006 offseason, the Red Sox added a 200-seat bleacher section on the top of the right field roof and named it the Tony Canigliaro Corner in his honor. Currently, the Tony Canigliaro Award is awarded to the player in the major leagues who finds success despite overcoming strong adversity. Since instituted in 1990, here are the notable recipients. 2007, John Lester, who was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. In 2006, Freddie Sanchez, who was born with a club foot. In 1999, Mike Lowell, who had testicular cancer. And in 1992, Jim Abbott, who was born without a right hand. Here's to you, Tony C., and all that could have been. And that's my short for today. If you like what you heard, give us a positive review, subscribe, and share. Also, remember that the Sacks in the Morning swag is now available on my Instagram site. Go to Sacks in the Morning underscore podcast. You'll see it right there on the Instagram and just hit the link. Everything's there mugs, hats, tumblers, you name it. Take advantage of it. And thanks to Al Hendrickson Toyota for their support of this podcast. And be sure to visit alhendricksontoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.